Reading from the Chaitanya Bhagavat. Chapter 25, I believe. I can be corrected if I'm wrong. Madhulila, text 128. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jai Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Bala say Alana Ami Jagatarate Taranahila Ami Ailun Samharite I came to deliver the living entities of this world I cannot deliver them, and it appears that they came to destroy me. Omagyana Timurandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Taksurunmulatamyena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Tapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupakadamayam Dadati sapadantikam Pancha kalpa tarubhyascha Kripa sindhu bhayevacha Patitanam pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo namo namah Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siyadvaita Gadadhar Sivasa de Gor Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare This Bhaktivinoda Thakur says This temporary material world is full of suffering take shelter of the holy name of Krishna as our only business. Wow, what important advice for everyone. Um, we're in an interesting section. I, I think it may be one of my favorite sections of the Chaitanya Bhagavad. Because Lord Chaitanya is going to take sannyas and there's a particular incident that's being described here that's going to inspire it but the lord comes for two reasons to taste and to distribute just like uh, on sunday at 11 o'clock we're, we're discussing the leela with uh, the the leela with Akura and how Narada comes observing in the distance. He's observing in the distance because he wants to make sure Krishna's alone when he, when he gives him the message 
that he also has a mission. So Krishna comes for an external reason, an internal reason. Antaranga Hetu, Bahiranga Hetu. The external reason is why he comes for others. The internal reason is why he comes for himself. The reason he comes to, for himself is to relish a certain type of devotion. Somehow or other, the darkness of the material world creates a certain flavor even when Krishna comes and he enjoys rasa. He's so and so. In fact, in the story with Narada Muni, he's so, Krishna is so absorbed He's observing him because he's afraid he comes. He won't even realize it. And, he, and, and he's trying to convince him in so many philosophical and practical and emotional ways. You also have a mission. So actually speaking, when Krishna appeared, he appeared to experience Rasa, intimate love with his devotees, spontaneous love. Spontaneous love means love that is not checked by anything external to love, like a sense of obligation. When you deal with a superior, it's not as powerful as let's say friendship is more powerful than reverence. Because reverence, there's a certain distance. Reverence, there's a certain obligation. Reverence is also a certain type of fear. Maybe I'll do something wrong. And I'm talking about reverence for God. He's so imminent. He's so powerful that that actually some devotees don't even want to serve him. The tapasvis and the yogis, they have such a, a sense of God's imminence and greatness that there's no inspiration to serve. What does he need? He is God. So if you have that full understanding, this is God. So Krishna wanted to come as Swayam Bhagavan, God at home, his intimate side, where he can exchange lovingly. And he also wanted to increase it. He also wanted to spread that spontaneous love. And his mission was not successful completely for two reasons. Because when you enjoy love, to fully enjoy love, you have to be the lover and the beloved. It's the flavor of love from two different sides. So God came and he enjoyed this spontaneous love. He was the beloved. But he saw that the lover, Sri Radha, her lover, her experience of Ras was even more powerful. So he thought, I have to come as my devotee so I can experience love from the perspective of the lover of God, the, the, the subject of love. And also he said, well, I don't think I was very successful in spreading it either because how can you give something that you don't have? 
love of Godhead is in the hearts of my devotees. Raganuga bhakti, ragatmag bhakti. It is in the hearts of my devotees. I'm the object of that love. So how can I give something that I don't have? So I also have to come as my own devotee to spread that love. And that's basically the most basic theological understanding of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came for those two reasons, to taste that love and to give it. So now in his pastime, he, he realizes that there's an obstacle for him to give it. And he's experienced that obstacle because he's experiencing that love. It's a very confidential thing. And it's not very easily understood publicly. So Lord Chaitanya, we're seeing he's in all these states of, of ecstasy and he loses himself in that ecstasies. In that sense, God's love becomes greater than God because he becomes intoxicated by that love. And rather than act for love, out of love, he acts. That's an intoxicated person. He doesn't act for pleasure, out of pleasure he acts. So he's acting and he's absorbed in this love. And he's also, his, his, his particular duty, his particular service, his particular job, he teaches Sanskrit. He's from a very exalted Brahmin family, the Mishra family, connected with the Chakravartis, high-class Brahmins. So he's trying to figure out now, I figure out, but it's time he, he has to give this love. Anyway, so what happens is his student comes and, he, and he's chanting Gopi, 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 Vrindavan, Gopi, 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 Vrindavan, Gopi, 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 Vrindavan. And the student says, what is this? We chant Krishna's name. We don't chant Gopi's names. We chant Krishna's name. We also chant Krishna's name. And Lord Chaitanya became so angry with this um, insolent student that he was chasing him to beat him. And then Lord Chaitanya had a realization that his mission is not successful because people don't have faith in me with my emotions. So I should take sannyas because sannyas, the renounced order of life, is the guru of all the other vanas and ashrams. Prabhupada, just to create some social dis d distinction in the ISKCON society so that there can be some authority, there can be, he gave sannyas. Later he said one thing in, in humility, he said, my God brothers have sometimes 
criticize me. But one thing they were right about, I gave sannyas to young people. Prabhupada gave sannyas to people that were 21 years old. Then Prabhupada quoted Bengali saying, what could I do when there's no trees in the forest, the poplar tree looks, that's the castor oil tree, it's very small. He said, it looks big because I didn't have anybody big. And Prabhupada left, he made, people became gurus at the age of 27. I have friends that became gurus at the age of 28 and 29. They were only six years devotees. I don't think they knew as much as 80% of the people on this class. And they had these positions, but what could Prabhupada do? So this sannyas order in India, it's so respected, or it was. So I will take sannyas for my mission. Then people will respect me. And with that faith, then I will be able to give them Krishna consciousness. And I'll be fully dedicated with no distractions to fully give Krishna consciousness. So he says, I came to deliver them, but appears that I, I came to destroy them. They were supposed to be freed from material bondage by seeing me. But whereas they were previously bound by one rope, now they're bound by a million. So association devotees is great. Unless you offend them. Then the association of devotees becomes your downfall. So this is his concern. And we may not understand this from our perspective. It's always hard to look at one era from another era. This is a, a, a historical fact. People live with certain norms and they, they, they don't have the frame of reference to understand the other norms. But this was a this was a Von Ashram society. And it wasn't that everybody went to grab the dunda or the stick, the, the holy rod, the staff to get sannyas. It was frightening because the way the what sannyas meant in those days was sannyas. Yasa means renunciation and sun means complete renunciation. And in our, our thing, it should be, we should be renounced, but we're in a preaching movement and there's yukta vairagya and, and it means balanced attachment. And there's things we use in Krishna's service and, and it's still a problem. When sannyasis don't exhibit the appropriate renunciation, it causes disturbance in society. This one of the ideas of sannyas is that the most respected people in society renounce. So the materialistic conditioning in one, I know material, it just inspires renunciation in society. And a society needs to be inspired by renunciation. Because generally we're enjoying. It's just like I, I, I talked about Krishna West. You don't have to preach for people to wear pants. <laughs> people will wear pants. 
people are basically, you know, they're going to be enjoying in the material world. So they need an inspiration. And that was the sannyasa order. And it was such a nice sociological system because if you wanted to be number one, you'd have to be renounced. And if you wanted power, being a kshatriya, you wanted to rule and control, you'd have to be two. You could not have your cake and eat it. You couldn't be renounced and, and, and live a life of luxury. So it wasn't like because this was the top position in society, everybody was saying, let me take sannyas, let me take sannyas. No. There was so many strict rules. You had nothing. And you just wandered and depended on God. I had a, a, a good friend. He stayed with me out in Govardhan. His name is Yasoda Dulal. Not the person from New Jersey. Yasoda Dulal. And he was a real sadhu. He had a family. He had three kids. He had a beautiful wife. He's got older now. Unfortunately, he got into some accident and had some brain damage or something or you know he's okay but not himself but he was such a sadhu and he used to walk on padiatra and he said i'm going to walk the path of mahatma gandhi in gujarat without any money in any plan and he just walked into a village chanting Hare krishna that's it and he saw how God was protecting him. And that was the idea behind the sannyas ashram. It's also the idea between book distribution and things that people preach Krishna consciousness is when you put yourself in situations beyond your, as Prabhupada said, your material protective agents. Then you'll see how Krishna is the protector and maintainer. Unless you go out on the edge. And therefore, there's a stage of life where people did that. They just depended on Krishna. Things can't be easily duplicated in the modern age. There's a different culture there. Although it probably work if I just walked out of this room right now and just Krishna will protect me, I, I think. Miraculously, I discover it. But that would be a lot more challenging than just walking in the forest and going to, like in Vrindavan, you just go to, uh, and Govardhan, you live as a sadhu, just get a room. You don't need a kitchen, you don't need food. Just walk around the hill and go to certain Brahmin's houses and go, Radhe, Radhe. And I, I know certain Brahmins, I have one friend actually, some of you come to Govardhan for me, we can go to his house. His family for generations has been cooking, you know, four or 500 bridge bashi rotis a day. That's what the family does. And sadhus come and they may get a little piece of jaggery or gore, or they may get a scoop of cutty, like yogurt and uh, spices, or maybe a drop of subject. So you walk around the hill and that's it. But this is very difficult. And therefore, 
people who love another person when they take sannyas and they want to serve them, it, it's they're, they're they're fearful for them. Now, mother, how will he eat? How will he live? So this sannyas, Lord Chaitanya is going to take, and he's taking it so that he'll be unencumbered to fulfill his mission. Prithiviti achiyati nagaradi gram to give the holy name in every town and village because there's no greater benediction than the holy name. This is the greatest gift that Prabhupada has given us. He's given us the holy name of Krishna. We, we should treasure that gift by giving our consciousness to that gift at a certain time of the day. It's service to Krishna. When you do service, you should do it nicely. And then Krishna will reciprocate because Krishna is responsive. As soon as they decided to beat me, they were immediately entangled in unlimited bondage. So we don't preach to the faithless. Why? Because we will be the cause of them committing offenses. Faithless means people are antagonistic. It also means giving subjects that maybe are beyond people's comprehension and, and they won't understand. And certainly some of the higher subjects in Krishna consciousness, even if people started to preach it publicly among the devotees, they just would cause them to be criticized. And, and rightly so, because they're not meant to be spoken publicly. I incarnated to deliver the people of the world, but it appears that I am destroying them. Soon you will see me shave my head and give up my Brahmin's dread, and I will wander about begging as a sannyasi. So sannyasi is bhikshu, tridandi bhikshu. Tridandi means uh, in Vaishnav sannyas, you get there's three rods, there's four rods, there's three rods representing, you wrap it in cloth. I have my danda, maybe I will, you know, once 9-11 happened and carrying on a plane and it was so, so impractical, but I have a danda, I have a, 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 a staff, a religious sacred staff. And there's, it's called three, three, three dandi, three rods indicating Dedicated to God in mind, body, and words. And then the other is another stick, and you cut it off and you kind of bend it to indicate you're not in Maya body, an impersonalist who just has an ache dundi. And it indicates that the Living entity is different than God. When Lord Chaitanya took sannyas, there were no Tridandi sannyasis. It was so rare. So he actually took from uh, um, uh, an impersonalist. He wanted the stick for preaching. And to enter, really enter into his Madhulila, 
And basically his Madhya is from age 24 to 30, where he would travel from village to village. Then they will fall at my feet when they see me. And this way I will deliver the entire world. So this is Lord Chaitanya's preaching strategy. Even Prabhupada's sannyas Leela is very, is, is sannyas guru, Bhakti Pragyan Keshwa Maharaj. He, Prabhupada was working, and when Prabhupada left household life, he kind of joined with him. And Prabhupada opened up his own center. And then Keshav Maharaj was encouraging Prabhupada to take sannyas, and Prabhupada was very hesitant. Because he knew what Gaudiamat sannyasi meant. They didn't wear shoes. They, I mean, it was very, he was a little hesitant, Prabhupada was. But Keshav Maharaj said, if you want people to listen to you, then you should take this order. And then one day, Keshav Maharaj showed up at Radha Damodar to convince Prabhupada to take sannyas. And he came with this old, old man who joined the mutt to live out, the mutt means the, the ashram, to live out the rest of his life. He was a very old man. And sannyas is not just in terms of age, it's just for preaching. Uh, and you have to have some passion, really. So he, um, so he, he was kind of pre pressuring Prabhupada, but you should take sannyas and Prabhupada said, I don't take sannyas. And then Prabhupada made a joke and he said, well, I'll take sannyas if he takes sannyas. And then Keshavar said, I will give him sannyas. So you see Prabhupada's picture, he's taking sannyas with an old man, but, and that old man became Muni Maharaj. And I actually help, used to help coordinate a little bit the sannyas on Vishru Mahotsava. That's the day when Lord Chaitanya's brother, Vishrup, his older brother, took sannyas. Um, I used to help facilitate a big festival where Iskand would also come at the Keshaviji Gaudiyamath. And we'd celebrate the day that Prabhupada took sannyas with the people that were there when Prabhupada took sannyas. Kunji Bihari. Seishai Brahmachari, Narayan Maharaj. And man, did they know how to cook and serve a feast. What an art. Yeah. Everyone offers obeisances to sannyasi no one dares to beat one. See, there's another factor here because the sannyasi traditionally has nothing, then people don't become envious where the general nature is to become competitive. 
So in those days, you stayed in the household life and you were preaching. And somebody, oh, maybe, you know, you're doing for business, you're taking yourself, but you take sannyas, just like the six ghost swamis. Dira, dira, jana priyo, piyakaro, nir matsaro, puji. They're not, um, they worship by anybody, everyone. Dira, dira, janaprio. Every they're dear to everyone. Dira, adira, the sober and the ruffians. Dira, dira, janaprio, piakaro, near matsaro, pujita, because they're not envious. And envy means many things, but envy is also connected with fruitive activities. We are trying to get ahead in the world. So because there's none of that mood. Because there's none of that mood, then no one is, 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 is envious. Because there's no competition. As soon as you have fruit of desire, there's competition and people become wary of you. He said, I, I'll do this. And you know, people won't be angry with me. They'll respect me. They won't be fearful of me. As a sannyasi, I will soon wander from door to door begging. Let me see then who beats me. I've thus revealed my heart to you. I will certainly give up household life. And that's like an arrow in the devotee's heart because they love Lord Chaitanya. It's like, if it's like your deities took sannyas and you couldn't dress them anymore, you couldn't offer them jewelry anymore, you couldn't offer them fine food anymore. When you have love, you wanna offer the best. So this, this is like, and when you love someone, you, their happiness becomes your happiness. So there's gonna be no enjoyment in that person. There's only gonna be arduous austerities. And also they have a relationship with Lord Chaitanya as God. He's gore. As God, they have a relationship with him. They wanna serve him, they wanna please him, they wanna feed him. Do not feel distressed because of this, give me your permission to take sannyas. So this is also, people never want to do things independently in that culture. They always want to make sure it's the will of God. Because it's so, in taking our own personal decisions, it's so easy for our intelligence to be appropriated by the false ego and take the decision, not because it's Krishna's will, but because it's something I like to do. We should do things we like to do, but we should also make sure it's Krishna's will. And I, I'm gonna tell you frankly, when, when I first, someone approached me for initiation and I wanted to make sure it was God's will and, and, and not my desire because you can imagine there are certain perks of puja, worship, pratishta, distinction. 
So I just put it before a senior Vaishnava. This is the situation. What do you think I should do? And whatever you say, I will do. Therefore, I was assured that I didn't enter a service of taking disciples for any material motive. Because I left it to the will of Krishna. So this is such a good This is such a good um, practice to get blessings. To get blessings, to have guides, to have friends, to have mentors. Where if the decision is not clear, you can put it, you can take, take it away from your own secret motives. So, so, so healthy. Blessings, blessings. In Russia, everything is blessings. They want blessings. I'll just tell a story that was kind of, I went to this one temple and the, the head of the temple was a sannyasi. And he was a former military commander. And he had a temple that all the congregation came to Mangalartik. I'm talking about hundreds of people came to Mangalartik. He was very expert manager too, but he had such authority in that temple. When he stood up, everyone else stood up. When he jumped, everyone else jumped. Now, in one sense, that may not be my mood. That may not be the mood of the people here, but he did a lot of big things and the devotees were pretty fixed. So after it, I gave class. It was in Moscow, it was called the Jagannath Mandir. And after I gave class, I went up to his room. And, and he had this strict mood. So he says, Maharaj, I want blessings. They all asked for blessings. He said, I want that the blessing that all the devotees follow all the rules, even the ones that are very difficult to follow. I looked at him and I said, I, I, I'm still working on gay marriage. <laughs> and he looked at me and said, Putin would not allow. <laughs> he, he wanted blessings to follow all the rules, even the ones that were difficult to follow. And I just thought, man, that's not my mission here in America. <laughs> Do not feel unhappy, even for a moment. For you know the purpose of my incarnation.
someone left their phone on. So check your phone, please. Okay. Nityananda's mind, body, and life affairs were shattered when he heard that the Lord would, would shave his head. They're so attracted to his beauty. Krishna is Keshava. Keshava means many things, killing of the Keshava demon, but Va means to expand. It also means to expand your hair. <clears throat> Krishna sometimes spends hours combing his hair. I read this on one commentary. He, he, he spends time with his hair because just by seeing his hair, the beauty of Krishna's hair, countless souls became attracted to Krishna and liberated. So we worship Krishna. Imagine your deity and shaving Imagine Krishna comes one day and you take, you shave the head of the deities. And this is love. Nityananda is so absorbed in the highest form of love. He, he, he'll be devastated. But he had no advice to offer for he knew that the Lord would certainly take sannyas. Nityananda said, Nityananda bhale prabhu tumi ichamai yetamare icha prabhu say see say nishayai Nityananda said, O oh Lord, you are supremely independent. Whatever you desire will certainly take place. Who can tell you what to do or what not to do? Whatever is in your heart is inevitable. Well, that's of course one fact that God's determination is an absolute fact what he wants manifest if, if if we want to manifest something let's say we want to build a project well we have to have the money we have to have the plan we have to have the manpower we have krishna when he wanted dwarka boom his determination is an absolute fact though krishna is controlled by the love of his devotees You alone know how you will deliver the people of the world. You are independent and full of transcendental bliss. Therefore, whatever you will do certainly will be done. Still, you may ask your servants to see what they have to say. Then do whatever you desire, O Lord, for who can change your will? On hearing Nityananda's words, the, the Lord satisfied and, and repeatedly embraced him. So. Nityananda may have had his own personal wish, but ultimately his wish is what God wants. This is the key to spiritual life. We may have so many desires, we may even ask God, but ultimately our desire is what God wants and we have to live in this way, otherwise we're just in anxiety all the time because we're not the controllers. So the world is not gonna conform to those desires. It will do this, then it'll go this way. And, and, and if it's God's will, then we should go that way. Of course, you know, just because there's some struggle, it doesn't mean it's God's will. He may want us to push on and, and but a lot of things are just changed. 
Things have just changed completely. Sometimes destiny speaks so loud that it's so obvious that the world is moving in this way. So the key to happiness is santosh, be satisfied with God's will. Santosh means enough, enough, but we always want more. We're in economy class, we want economy plus. We're in economy plus, we want business class. We want business class, we want first class. And at each level, there's a cert, the same level of dissatisfaction unless you are satisfied with what Krishna gives. Detachment is the key. And detachment means to be ultimately to be satisfied with God's will. And God's will is that we satisfy our desires. God's will is that we're peaceful in, in keeping body and mind and soul together. So it's not that we don't make some endeavor to live according to our means and, and be satisfied. We take what we need, but we're satisfied. Sadhu mene. Sadhu mene. That is good. Marge Prickett became cursed to die. Sadhu mene. Mene, I think, sadhu, that is good. After discussing with Nityananda in this way, Lord Garanga went to the assembly of the Vaishnavas. As Nityananda realized that the Lord would leave home, he lost external consciousness and his body was stunned. The great Acharya may leave this world. And we're happy for them, but it doesn't mean that we won't feel pain in their separation. Bori Jamprabhu, when Bhakti Trumaraj passed away, he said, for the God brothers, this will be a decade of tears. And then recently this very saintly God sister in Mayapur passed away who used to, you know, Prabhupada told her to make clothes for the deities. She's doing that for 40 years. And then another god brother, Yasomati Nandana Prabhu left. Very high class Brahmin family. I, I, I once went to his parents' house in Gujarat, his mother's house. And it was very interesting how the houses were even though it was in the city, the street was kind of like dirt and the house was almost like dirt too. And you go down the stairs to get in the house, you go down, I guess, because it's always hot there. And it was very, very simple. But the street and the house was spotlessly clean. They were Joshis, they were Brahmins. It was spotlessly clean. I've never seen anything like this. There was they were pure Brahmins. So people are passing away and leaving. After becoming pacified, Nityananda thought, how would Mother Sachi survive 
when the Lord leaves home. So paraduka duki. Varagi yug bhakti, risham piyatnai, apaya mam, anabipsamandang, kripambariya, paraduka duki. Sanatanista. Paraduka duki, a devotee has no suffering. Paraduka duki, his suffering, paraduka duki, his duki is paraduki. It's for the, for, for the others. Okay, I, I always give my class. I, I never, I keep it unless it's, uh, anybody would like to uh, share a reflection, something that struck them from the class? Good morning, Maharaj. It's Isabel. How are you? Oh, good. Isabel. Hi, Krishna. Good to see you. I just want to show you a surprise. She's out there. Oh, that's Jamuna Kaya teaching yoga. And, uh, oh wow, it, it looks like absolute paradise. That's the in Tulum. What in Tulum? Yeah, it looks like I thought a, you would... it's a beautiful place, huh? It's a beautiful villa, yes, yeah, very peaceful, quiet, and, and just beautiful, absolutely beautiful. It looks very big, too. Oh, you're in the hot, hot lobby. I thought it, that was your Yeah. Okay. No, this is downstairs. <laughs> I thought you would like to see that surprise. <laughs> I, I would. I, I very much. And I, I thank you, Isabel, for being such a faithful hearer of the past that you missed whatever that was there just to hear it. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. Okay, good. Anybody else like to share some wonderland or just like to say hello? Or... Um, share some reflection. Hi, Krishna Maharaj, it's Sri Rupa. I just hey. wanted to share Hi, Krishna. Um, how when you said Krishna is responsive, just that idea is so powerful for me. I just, uh, I loved when you said that. So it's one of my favorite sayings, Sri Rupa, because it actually comes from a purport from Prabhupada and maybe the Gita. He says Krishna is responsive. It's deep. Yeah, thank you. Gail, do you have any question? Where's Gail? She's got her mic off. She left someplace. I don't know. Okay. I gave her a chance. Um, Hi, Krishnamaraj. Yeah, I'm, I'm working with two machines, and so I get bewildered what to do. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I did have um, a small question, but it involved a Sanskrit thing that wasn't translated, and now I don't remember what it was. But I just want to also confirm that, you know, when you say that the taking when Lord Chaitanya took sannyas, that was supposed to be inspiring or the sannyas ashram is supposed to be inspiring to the people in general because people in general, they want the number one spot, right? And yeah. so, but if you want that spot, then you, you have to do that austerity. 
Is it, that it, how it, it's inspiring? It's inspiring because there's exemplars of renunciation and they're respected. So you understand that this quality, right? You understand that this quality is an opulence because it's so respected. Why are they respecting the person in society? They're respecting him because he's renounced. And it's one of the six opulences that even Krishna has, you know, strength, beauty, um, Strength, yes, beauty, I, I, intelligence, wealth. Yeah. Yeah. It's an opulence because but people admire the fact that you don't it, it, need it, it, anything external to yourself. It's an opulence because it, it, it's it's an opulence because it's 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 a it's a power. It's an attractive quality. They're all like wealth is attractive and, 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 and beauty is attractive and renunciation is attractive. It's a particular type of strength. And we always yeah, to not be, need anything. Yeah. Well, to, to be, yeah, to be aloof. Yeah. It's such a strength. Mm -hmm. We see someone who actually in their heart. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Gail. Thank you very much, Mahesh. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. Anybody like to say hello? Great. Thank you very much. Wonderful okay. class. Wait up. Thank you for coming on. Great. Thank you so much. All right. Good. My favorite mother and daughter. Oh, thank, you Krishna. Thank you for your class. Thanks for the class, Mark. I'm so happy that I'm, I'm able to do this and, and be in your country in this way. It's just wonderful. Okay, this thank you. Thank you. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Talk to Gopinath here. Hare Bo. Great. Okay, a few more. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Leela Vrindavan. Yamuna Vihari. Thank you, Maharaj, for the class. Wow. Great. That's wonderful. Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Hemala Tarada. Okay. T today you can come. That's great. Thank you. Good. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, Gudruma Prana. Thank you so much for the class. Wonderful. I'm so happy you've joined us regularly. Good. Thank you, Maharaj. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, Bhavala Govinda. Thank you for the class. Oh, Hare Bo. Good Hi, to see you both. Good. It was great to see you. Thank you. Okay. Hi, Bo. Hi, Krishna Guru Maharaj. It's Krishna Premi. Krishna Premi. Yes. Great. I, I want to mention that what impressed me today is you said uh, before people were very pious and they never did things whimsically. They always wanted to make sure that what they were doing was uh, in Krishna's will. So it reminds me of uh, what uh, Tamal Krishna Goswami used to say that Krishna has his will and we have our own, or Krishna has his desire and we have our own desire. So the secret is how to dovetail our desire with uh, Krishna's. So, yeah, but I, I have a question. So, Giving our intelligence, obviously, we are all very ignorant nowadays. 
as how to figure out Krishna's desire. So we check who is devotee. Well, we, we, you know, generally with sincerity, it will be clear. You know, this is what's right and this is what's not. And I have to make the choice, you know. But sometimes it's not clear, right? In English, we call it, because you're my translator, so you know all these terms, six of one, half a dozen of another. That's an English expression, which it means it's the same. Six of one, half a dozen of another. Mm-mm-mm. When that's the case, we should put it to guru, to husband, to Vaishnavas, maybe not husband, okay. <laughs> to Vaishnavas. <laughs> we should put it to, some, to something beyond ourselves. To pray. To pray and to ask. Mm. I, I do that sometimes. I say, I'm going to ask these two Vaishnavas or whatever they say I'm going to do. Because they're very exalted Vaishnavas. I have so many God brothers that are very exalted. What should I do? Mm. And that's the training to be a gopi because the term for gopi is kinkari. What does kinkari mean? What you want, I will do. That's the whole mood of Vrindavan. Okay. Wow, thank you. Such a nice question, Krishna. Prady. Thank you so much, Hare Krishna. When will I see you in Radha Charan, though? When oh, will I yeah. see you? You know, you're right, like a stone's throw away from where I stay in Mayapur. Yes, right. But I can't get there. Okay. Haribo. Hi, Krishna. Okay, anybody else? Thank you, Maharaj, for a wonderful class. Who is this? Oh. Rangarani. Oh, Rangarani. Thank you so much for being part of the Sangha. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Okay, Adi Thank you, <laughs> Great. Anybody else? Thank you. Okay, I'm going to go and take my breakfast now. So, Hare Krishna. Once you go through this, I think it's...